I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. We've heard the word championship being thrown around here uh, for the last half hour. Pairing you and Joel, you know, do you see that being possible? I'm sure you see that being possible this year. Hell what yeah. will it take to make it happen? Was that a hell yeah? Hell yeah. <laughs> There's a lot that goes into it. Obviously, it just doesn't happen overnight, but I think just here being around guys and, you know, they have the right mindset, obviously, you know, it's coming from the coaching staff. But you know, after the break, man, it's just it's go time, you know. So as, as much as, you know, I can incorporate and, and figure things out fast, which, you know, I probably it won't you know be long, um, the better things will be. But, I mean, it, it shouldn't take long at all. Like, I'm pretty, I pretty much can fit anywhere. Well. You're going to need all the pieces you can fit after what the Celtics did to the Sixers last night. No Joes, neither one of them. Nick Ashew in for both Joes, so I will do twice as much work, twice as much of the heavy lifting as I can. Aaron Hawksworth's here, though, to help. Um, I, Aaron and I have worked for years together in both TV and radio in D.C., so there is a, uh, there is a chance things go off the rails a little bit today, and I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes because anything, as Kevin Garnett once said, Aaron, anything is possible today. I, and that's what I love about it. Watch mm-hmm. out, Paul. Paul Aspen's probably like, oh, no, what's going to happen? Um, <laughs> I'm disappointed Joe G is not here because his Sixers got torched last night by the Boston yeah. Celtics, who have now won nine straight games. Are they the hottest team in the NBA? The Suns are the best team in the NBA. But, man, those Celtics seem to have gotten things together. I'm looking at them to maybe sprinkle a little something on them to win the East plus 1100 on DraftKings, but um, the Celtics beat the Sixers. Of course, I get it. They didn't have James Harden. He won't be back until the all-star break, but 135 to 87, Nick. Is that good? No. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's good. I don't know if you know this. That That's good, especially when you're a two-point favorite and you very easily cover when you're winning by 48. You know, it, it's you mentioned the hottest team in the NBA. The Suns are the best team, and the Suns have proven to us that they're not, like, it's not a fluke. Getting the finals right. last year, there, there was a lot of conversation of, well, everybody they've played, they're missing a star. The Nuggets were worn out. No Jamal Murray. And then Kawhi Leonard. And then, of course, the Lakers in the first. The Suns are the best team in the NBA. But it's not always the best team that 
wins a title. And I know we're not even at the all-star break yet, but we're close. But you can start looking at the Sixers now, and you see a team that's coming together. One of the big things and one of the big issues with them, obviously, was, you know, whether Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum could play together. You make it work. You have to. These are two guys in their mid-20s that are just entering their prime. You make this work if you're the Celtics. They went out, got a couple of trades. You're going to see the Derek White trade later on throughout this season kind of really rise to the top as, oh, that that really helped this team. They needed another playmaker. They needed another leader. And they've got that. Now, they were winning before he even got there. But under Ime Udoka, yeah. this is a team that's starting to find that rhythm. I'm telling you what, Aaron, that the, the Celtics are now looking like a team that has chemistry. It's coming together at the right time. You mentioned it. Winners of nine of their last 10, I think 11 of their last 12. And by the way, the Sixers were seven and three straight up over the last 10 games. So it's not like the Sixers weren't playing great basketball. The Celtics are just that much right. better right now. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, under a new head coach, maybe it just took some time for these guys to gel, um, figure things out. <clears throat> a little concern is Marcus Smart. Um, he sprained his yeah. right ankle last night. So that could be yeah. a little bit of a concern, but maybe it happened at the right time with the all-star break coming. Um, I doubt he'll play tonight uh, against the Pistons, but I'm sure he'll be back after the break. Hopefully uh, it's nothing too big. He did limp off, you know, on his own power. So um, but that is something to watch for. But the Celtics just playing really good basketball. And if you're looking for a team to put a future on, you could look at them to either win the division, win the East, sprinkle a little something on it. Because we don't know. Like, yeah, everyone's talking about how good the Sixers are going to be when James Harden comes back. They've got Embiid. You know, he could be the MVP. But we don't know for sure what they're going to look like. That's that's my biggest factor. Um I've really kind of been on this train on, you know, I've been very vocal about it since the trade happened on literally every show. So the evidence is out there and I'm not wavering from this right now. I'm out on the Sixers and I'm out on the Nets this season in terms of nice. NBA championship. Uh, and and the biggest thing is, is, is kind of what you alluded to there, right? Like you're adding very important big pieces that need to have a big role late in the season. And that's, that's difficult. I, I could see the Sixers having a slightly better a chance incorporating James Harden quickly because look, Embiid's been doing it himself this entire year. And he is right now the MVP of this league. He's carried the Sixers for the most yeah. part by himself. James Harden knows how to be a playmaker. James Harden knows how to go out and get other guys involved, but he can also score. If you're the Nets, think about this. You got Kyrie in and out of the lineup. Six of their last eight games in the regular season are at home. So Kyrie's going to be out six of those last eight games unless they change those rules. Ben Simmons, is he mentally ready? When is he physically ready? How do you then get him in, you know, incorporate with this roster? Kevin Durant's got to come back. Got to get ramped up back into game shape. Ben Simmons has to get back into game shape. It. There's too many it's factors to me when I watch I this Nets team and go, yeah, it's too much for me. I agree. And I hate to do this because I'm a sun devil. And so is James Harden. <laughs> but he he knows how to do a lot of things, but he also knows how to be annoying and cause problems. And uh, at this point, he? yeah. he's just an auto fade for me. Like, I've had enough of it. I'm sure it'll be fun to watch him and Embiid, but it's a no for me with the Sixers. Yeah, you know, when I, I you look at Harden, it's he's he's kind of a front runner. Right. Like when things are going well, he's there, he's engaged, he's ready to go. And you got these reports coming out now of, you know, Kevin Durant going to management and basically saying he's not giving us anything anymore. He gave the blessing to make that trade. It's a trade that made sense. But I mean, the dude's just when he wants out, he makes it very clear. And apparently he, you know, he was 
leaving the team and going to a couple of different clubs or something in between when he's missing games, his hamstring hurts. Oh, my hand and my hamstring and I'm out of shape. And it's when James Harden wants out, he gets out and he makes it very clear because he just disengages from the team. I was going to say he has commitment issues. I'm I'm sure this translates <laughs> yes, to his to his dating life too, you know? Like he'll date someone probably for a week, maybe a day, maybe a month and then he moves on. That's what he does in the NBA as well. And it was the the headlines about his stripper strip club addiction and yeah. and Joe G was saying his one of the jerseys hanging clubs. in the rafters right now. Yes, they retired exactly. his jersey. <laughs> Exactly. So it, it's just too much. It's kind of interesting when you look back at that um, Thunder team with KD, Westbrook, and, and uh, Harden, and now they are still kind of like the three of them on different teams are still kind of annoying to me. You know? <laughs> I Look, if there was, you know, you ever watch a movie and you see the beginning of it and go, I know how this is going to end, and it ends the way you predict it, and you go, that wasn't even a good movie. I knew exactly how this was going to end. That's mm -hmm. exactly what you saw from this Harden-Kyrie-Durant uh, pairing. You kind of watched it and went, yeah, I, I can see where this is going to go. This is three big egos, three guys that have really never kind of settled in with another team, and we got the result that we expected. It, it, it didn't work out, and I wouldn't be surprised if Kyrie and Kevin Durant get tired of each other at some point. It is interesting because we've seen this whole, you know, big three trend be so successful, and this one's just been an epic failure like yeah you got to have the right personalities and the right situation and with Kyrie and uh, it, it's just, it was just a disaster I can't even imagine Steve Nash is probably aged 50 years this season <laughs> <laughs> he's that aging as much as the guy. president they talk about I how know. presidents age when they're in office he's like yeah it's the same thing for me you know you mentioned something I think that's really important to factor into this too I mean look the Nets are still plus 550 to win the title I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even put a sprinkle. I wouldn't even do a little, little salt bay on them. I wouldn't do anything. Um, but when you look at what it worked with the Warriors, when Kevin Durant went there, unselfish superstars. Right. You know, you had Steph Curry go, yeah, yeah, we want you here. Please come here. He sacrificed shots. He sacrificed touches to get Durant, one of the greatest scorers we've ever had in NBA history, involved with that team. You're not getting that from James Harden and Kyrie Irving. It's just... There is a certain mindset you have to have to make something like this work. You can't just throw – like, you need stars to win in the NBA. But you can't just throw a bunch of stars together on a team and then expect it to work, especially when you've played 16 games together over a two-year span. What if – is there a chance, and I need to research it, that New York lifts that um, vaccine mandate? They're, they're talking about it. I know I've seen that, um, yeah. that they're at least, like, thinking about it, which would – would certainly that help, would but I don't know if it's like it. It would, yeah. it would, and it would make it certainly different. And I think you'd, you'd maybe have a different outlook on the Nets, um, maybe at least to get to the finals. But you know, this is the world that we still live in. Things aren't where we were in November and December with like right, like health and safety protocols and guys constantly missing games. But there are still some of these factors that you have to evolve, involve in, in nightly just trying to handicap games every night I was just gonna say I mean if you're the Nets can you just turn it on like that all of a sudden I mean possibly because you've got some really good talent on that team but uh, I don't know if I want to put my money on it you can you can outstar teams right they, they have a ton of talent if, if if you've got Ben Simmons out there as the facilitator a great defender they needed somebody that's he's one of the best defenders in the NBA then you got Kyrie you know he can score you got Kevin Durant you know he can score 
yeah, if they're all out there and they're healthy, you can outstar teams. But mm -hmm. at what point does that stop? Does that work against Miami, who's great defensively? Does that work against the Bucs? Even if you get to the finals, does that work against the Suns, a team that has a ton of chemistry? That stuff really matters, and it's going to take time for that to develop with the Nets. So what I'm hearing is you're on the Suns and the Bucks. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let me tell you something. I'm all in on the Suns. I actually really like the Heat right now. And I'm looking. Okay. They're 11-1 to win the title, uh, you know, give or take. Obviously, I've got them up at BetMGM there right now. And I think FanDuel has it slightly. I think it's slightly different. But, you know, I mean, they're around that range of about 11-1. I, the Heat have already been there. The problem for Miami is that, and they've still won even without it. They they have had a lineup that's missed stars or missed games. Stars have missed games a lot this year, right? I mean, Jimmy Butler's missed a ton of time. He's not having his best season. If they can mm -hmm. kind of get it all together and, and play well and and consistent, the way they are defensively, how they're coached, Miami's got a chance to sneak back to the finals. I like that. I like that. They definitely have the experience there. Also, I think they're the second best team in point differential in the East. Yep. Which is yep. something interesting to take into consideration. I don't have, I do have a, a flyer on the Cavs coming out. Of do the you? East. You went in? When, when did you, when did you get in on that? About a now month they're the, ago. They're the fourth seed in the East. Yeah. About a month ago. Uh, okay. I, I, I've, I've been betting on Jared Allen a lot. I like that squad. Um, they're fun to watch. So we, as we say on the show, just for funsies, but we'll see. Just for funsies. <laughs> the Heat, by the way, the Heat's point differential plus four and a half, uh, second only to the Celtics who are five and a half yeah. and Boston's won. I think their last, their last nine wins, or it might be the last, that 11 out of 12 game stretch by like 21 points a game. I mean, they are just dominating right now and boston is really good defensively too we talk about them they they came into the game last night allowing less than 95 points a game over the last 10 games they're, they're really good defensively yeah i mean they had a rough start to the season but it really seems like everything's coming on for the celtics and then the suns best in point differential 8.2 plus 8.2 so they've just been consistent i mean Things can change in the playoffs, but I also have some futures yep. on the sun, so I'm hoping they can make it back. Yeah, they're, they're proving it's not a fluke. I mean, there's no question. They're, they're showing that. College basketball starting to ramp up, too. I know you and I talked about this before. It's like you got to transition, and I think a lot of people are doing this uh, where you're kind mm -hmm. of transitioning from an NFL mindset now that it's done to, hey, let's get into college basketball as we ramp up before March Madness in the next few weeks because we've got that, that little bit of a lull 
you know, for the next few weeks and you start getting into, you know, conference tournaments and then March Madness and everybody's in the either crazy it's know, here office pools. I wonder how many people are still going to do office pools if you're working from home. Is that still going to be as much of a thing or is everybody just going to bet on games now now that you can? <laughs> I wonder mm. how much that's going to evolve now. Yeah, or the real DGENs probably do both. <laughs> well, yeah, as you should. I feel like that's that's the right way to do it. Uh, Michigan State was a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They lost outright to Penn State last night. Kentucky was a one-and-a-half-point dog at Tennessee. Tennessee won big um, by Tennessee. double digits there. Yeah, Tennessee, let we me were play on something. Tennessee that, on this show yesterday. Yeah. And then uh, Wisconsin was a three-point dog at Indiana. They won outright. Texas was a one-point favorite at OU. And of course, they ended up covering in overtime. So you, know, you got to start looking at the trends now with these teams. And it's, you know, anytime I talk to like a college basketball guest, the big thing for me is, okay, somebody that's jumping into college basketball now, what, what are the biggest things you need to, to focus on? You know, a lot of it is the SEC and SEC basketball this year has been, it's not necessarily SEC football, but you know, I mean, it's, it's, been good. it's getting to that point. It, yeah. yeah, it has been. You, you mentioned Tennessee and then obviously Kentucky is Kentucky. But then you're looking at Auburn on top of that. You're starting to see more of these schools in the SEC really look at being looked at as potential national title contenders. Are we going to ask our guy, Jimmy Patsos, about it? I'll ask Patsos everything. The problem, well, not the problem. The great thing about Patsos. You can't ask him questions, though. He'll just go. Yeah. I'll just ask him one thing and let him talk for 10 minutes. I'll just, like, <laughs> lean off the camera, just kind of kick back way back here and be like, go ahead, Patsos. The show's all yours now for the next five minutes. I'm still waiting for when we all go to a game, Wizards game together. I'm actually still no. scarred from when the Clippers beat the Wizards. Oh my gosh. Remember that epic loss? Yes. Yes. That was that so cool. horrible. I never bet on the Wizards. I did it that night. Oh my God. <laughs> I, still, I still have not recovered. That was terrible, Nick. It was, let me tell you something, that was a uh, that was an epic collapse by the Wizards, who really made it their entire season, right? An epic collapse of an entire season after starting off 10-3. and three. So, I, I'm yeah, old that's... enough to remember when they were number one in the East. That didn't last long. Uh, yeah, it didn't last very long. <laughs> Make sure you watch us 24-7 on the BetQL Network right here on the Odyssey app and Twitch as well. Coming up, we'll get into some more NBA and uh, some interesting storylines in the NFL and some futures there. Nick Ashew and Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily.